Welcome to Good News Weekly with Liam and Jonathan. Welcome to Good News Weekly for week ending 28th of March 2020. On today's episode... A herd of goats have taken over a town centre in Wales. A virtual pub goes global with 14,500 customers. Penguins are now roaming a zoo, now with live camera feeds. Madagascar gets 60 million trees for its birthday. Alpacas visit care home. Bristol's social distancing houseboat party. And finally, African black rhinos are making a comeback thanks to conservation efforts. Right then, where should we start? The goats then. Tell us, tell us more about goats. So, in the Welsh town of Landudno... Um, there's about 122 Kashmiri goats that usually venture from the Great Orn into Landudno during uh, bad weather. However, um, as everybody is currently socially distancing and staying indoors, they are roaming the streets and they've been spotted with uh, kids as well. And they've been eating hedges and other bushes and so <laughs> on. Um, Councillor Carol Maruby believes that the lack of people around because of coronavirus has drawn them into the ah, town. Right, I see. Um, they're being fairly curious, as goats generally are, um, and I think they're, they're probably wondering what's going on, just like everyone else. How strange the fact that they've actually, like, normally just had to... St- they must have just stayed out of the town normally because there's there's so much traffic and stuff, but the, the very fact that they've not been... They mustn't have, a, like, a cattle grid or stuff to, to hem them in, but uh, the fact that they've now become the de facto... Uh, residents but that's there's been a round of social media posts haven't there of of people putting funny things in canals or near seaside towns and just um that one from inverness where it was the loch ness monster was being seen back in the the (laughs) inverness town center um (laughs) it's just like but but it is with the streets being so eerily quiet at the moment um good on the goats well exactly you know they're 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 on walls or in people's gardens I love the fact that her quote was that she was very proud of them. I thought that was extending her reach to the to the whole of community, including animals. That's <laughs> in Landudno's an inclusive town. Clearly, it's the place to be if you want to nibble somebody's front um, hedge or flower box. You <laughs> yeah. must be having a field day at the moment. Cool. Right. So that's that's ghost. Um, onto a virtual pub going global with 14,500 customers. Now, there's plenty of stories around how people are adapting to using technology uh, with social distancing going on. But in particular, this story was about Joe Bautel, who launched the Virtual Pub Facebook page um, a, a, a few days ago. Well, in fact, a weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Um, she was an ex-landlady who set up a virtual pub to keep them uh, people entertained. Uh, but it's ended up becoming so popular that uh, the Facebook group's blown up to over 14,000 people now. And um, she used to uh, run the Knoll Arms in Melton Mowbray, Leicestershire for, for several years, but she's now been organising events, virtual events on Facebook to uh, to get people to enjoy a tipple from home as they like, watch a variety of things, actually. DJ sets on Friday nights, comedy shows on Sunday. And in fact, even the comedy shows seem to be a, a collection of technologies because I believe that the comedians joined together on Skype then the output was recorded on YouTube, and then they played the YouTube video in as a virtual, you know, watch this live party and back into Facebook. So people are being really creative about how they join various technologies together to actually keep a sense of community going. So, yeah, fascinating. I love the fact that she also talks about that the staff, she's she's even got staff um, helping out, uh, virtual bar staff, where 
Um, there is a bar counter that you can chat over individually, but then they've also got bouncers still because <laughs> the idea that they, they need to vet people who come in because, um, you know, some people are, you know, joining these, especially if the group's public, uh, you might get people that are just bored and want to cause trouble. So Yes, yeah. uh, Zoom bombing and stuff like that is 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 a new, let's say, craze that that's, people are affecting uh, various events with. Um, however, thankfully, it's not everywhere, and uh, hopefully, there's there's more events like this starting to crop up, and maybe even uh, it'll become kind of a new norm as well, because uh, I think it's also making a lot of these things that some people probably want to go to under normal circumstances more accessible. No, exactly, and, and the comedians were saying that um, they'd also been able to share their PayPal details after the gig, and were and then viewers could choose to donate if they wanted to. So again, it was almost like if you enjoyed it, you could pay something rather than buying a ticket and finding out you were disappointed. So I thought that was an interesting way around it. Uh, they've even got an old man in the corner um, who sits with his half a pint of mild called Gentleman Gin. He's 101 years old that that gives the thought of the day as well. So it really is like being in your own local anymore. So. That does sound pretty good. I might have to have a look at that myself. Um, speaking of live events, uh, zoos and aquariums are starting to get a little bit more creative with technology as well. Whilst their doors have been shuttered uh, due to various lockdowns uh, through coronavirus and so on, uh, one zoo stands out in particular, which is the Shed Aquarium in Chicago, who have been taking advantage of all of the empty halls and actually allowing some of their more unusual guests to wander around the different exhibits. <laughs> uh, they've allowed um, a, their their collection of penguins to roam the halls. Um, in fact, you can keep uh, keep up with them on uh, I think it's Instagram and Twitter cool. um, under shed underscore uh, shed with a two D's underscore aquarium, um, and you can see that their their penguins are taking a, that stroll through through the zoo. Um, there is a, a, a video of of one of their penguins um, who's actually thirty two years old. Wow! Um, called Wellington. Um, and he's he's been checking out the sea otter habit uh, habitat as well, uh, and I think now on YouTube itself there's there's various uh, live streams from the Monterey Bay Aquarium, uh, who have a sea otter stream, and they've got uh, penguin cams as well available. Excellent. So. Um... On a nature theme, um, we move on to Madagascar, who's now um, celebrating its 60th birthday. Um, apparently, uh, ironically, the, the world's oldest island, but then clearly only been named by Madagascar uh, for that length of time. And the nation of Madagascar has just celebrated by holding its largest ever tree planting ceremony, uh, with a million seedlings going into the ground in just a few hours, which is uh, a feat under itself. The, the country is preparing to plant a million trees in each year of its next six year, oh, six decade history uh, to, to honour it um, because they're wanting to turn it back into a, a more green island and, and reforest it for the benefit of the, the biodiversity that happens there. And it's, it's often prized by um, biologists and, and, the, and the like for, for being a, a centre for, for study as well as mm, preserving. Diversity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yes, the fact that you know they've had to spend months to actually collect like a hundred million seeds, and and cultivate those because you know to get to a point where they've got trees to actually plant in the first place, they'd had to do all this groundwork to to start. So, yeah, fascinating event. I mean, there's been several 
um, things around the world where people have started to want to reforest. Um, and uh, what was that? There was a, I can't remember the place in the world because I've not done the research, but that somebody was talking about that they would, they'd found a load of discarded orange peels from a, from a, um, manufacturing process and they'd use that as the fertilizer to actually reforest a load of stuff as well so there's plenty of examples where people are realizing that the the deforestation that's happening at a ridiculously fast rate is something that we need to reverse for the sake of our planet uh, but yeah it's nice to see madagascar celebrating their 60th birthday in such a uh, eco-friendly way bring us back to the uk our packers have been visiting a care home up in west lothian meeting the residents to cheer them up during their coronavirus isolation mm-hmm. uh, the urban nature retreat uh, took the animals to Heatherfield Care Home in Armadale, uh, where the residents themselves got to wave to their visitors through the windows. Uh, the group said that the residents and their families have been overwhelmed by this act of kindness. And uh, looking at some of the pictures, uh, you forget how large an alpaca is, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Probably have to fit duck under the doors as they come in. They're, they're, st- they're not far off human height, really, once they once they're stood there. Uh, but they, you're starting to see, or at least I'm starting to see more of those around the UK anyway, in terms yeah. of uh, people farming them. Um, I used to know somebody who had a pet one. Well, there you go. So next up, yeah. we are heading to Bristol, and um, there is an interesting community of houseboat owners in Bristol that have come together because they realised that they were being potentially quite isolated, because not least because they're unique homes. But also one of their residents uh, was a local called Sarah Larkham, who is a professional musician. And she realized that also all her gigs have been canceled to at least um, until at least July in 2020. She wanted to share that um, talent and joy with the people of the marina and and also for her to, you know, because she enjoys playing music. And so they they've been having virtual gigs, not virtual gigs, the actual gigs, because she's been bringing out her guitar and amplification equipment onto the front of her boat. And everybody who owns a boat is able to sit out on the top of the boat or on the front in their chairs and listen to the gig uh, and actually enjoy the the, the time of being houseboat owners together. And uh, it, it means, you know, the mental health aspects of this where people are, yeah, they might be in lockdown, but it doesn't mean to say that you can't relax and find some time to enjoy the, the happier things in life. So, yeah, so it's nice that Sarah's taken the time to uh, to bring joy to her community. Uh, going back to Africa, uh, the African black rhinos are starting to make a comeback thanks to conservation efforts. So it's happening quite slowly, but they are making a recovery in the wild. Uh, poaching of them has left the African black rhino nearly extinct, and conservationists have gone into overdrive trying to find a way to save them uh, and so on. So through moving them to new habitats, um, ensuring that there's like viable breeding populations and much stronger laws have been enacted to target poachers. Um, some re- researchers in 2012 um, found that there were only 4,845 black rhinos left in the wild. Wow. However, uh, amid the increased conservation efforts themselves, uh, the population rose 2.5% annually over a six-year period, uh, to the point that there were an estimated 5,630 black rhinos in the wild in 2018. Um, there's also three subspecies of this black rhino, and all of their numbers overall have increased and while that uh, particular type of rhino still needs to be uh, diligently protected um, the continued recovery is a great testament to the immense efforts made by countries and a powerful reminder that conservation actually just works yeah Yeah, absolutely and i think the uh, 
it's it's nice to hear not not a species going into like disappearing or or at least becoming at risk you know it's nice to see some stories where it's it's actually turning a corner through a lot of extensive effort so that's brilliant yeah i mean there's there's been some really good um good outcomes of of people having to stop their usual activities at the moment for for the environment and for for the animal kingdom you know there's, there's... I mean, it's huge that that they reckon that the pollution in new york has reduced by nearly half because of the me- measures uh, to contain you know social distancing and and people locked down you know china's emissions straight away because of the the factory shutting down and and coal f- use fell by 40 percent um you know it's just it's the air quality sort of thing was just changed immediately and then interestingly earlier in this year what was it was it january february time mm. when we had a lot of storms back to back yeah yeah um it was interesting just how much of the uk um energy use was actually being driven by wind obviously because the, the it might be disruptive for people having storms but the, the amount of wind farms that are around the country now we are actually able to generate 30 40 percent of our uh, electricity needs on a daily basis through solar and wind so there's there's quite a lot of new technology and positive environmental stuff coming out of this as well and i'm really liking that out of all of this um as well as there's been benefits overall to uh, the the environment and so on, and while it, it is a, a serious matter, the real sense of community that there has been across different nations and and even uh, worldwide as a, a global community had that sense of um, care and, and yeah, I think neighbor neighbors looking after each other, keeping an eye out for people, and um, and actually talking and saying how are you and realizing that, that that mental health thing that's been a problem for a number of years now as people became more individualistic um i think in many ways that people are realizing that we we are social beings we do we do miss meeting face to face sometimes so it, yeah i think there's a lot of resets that are happening to society at the moment well thanks for listening to our good news weekly for this week and we look forward to talking to you next time cheers bye